What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Micro Famous. Fun episode for you today. We're talking about pivoting versus shrinking the battlefield. And uh, everybody kind of knows what pivoting is. We've heard a lot of talk about it this year. And I've run across some folks that genuinely uh, needed to pivot. Uh, there was a gentleman that had me on his podcast here about a month ago that was doing done-for-you live events for coaches, consultants, and high-income professionals. Well, those live events don't exist <laughs> in 2020. So uh, that, that was a business that legitimately needed to pivot. But I hear a lot of other folks uh, talking about pivoting uh, just because they feel like they're not getting the growth that they are looking for or the growth rate. Uh, they're not feeling the momentum that they want to feel. And so they end up pivoting out of what they're doing and out of what they're offering now into something different. And uh, I wanted to kind of share my perspective on that and, and encourage you to maybe take a different perspective on it and to do something different if you're feeling the need to pivot or if you're hearing a lot of people telling you that you need to pivot or complimenting people on on pivoting uh, i'm not a huge fan of pivoting as, as you might be able to tell so i want to give you a completely different perspective and if you've if you've been paying attention to um you know the podcast here or maybe to my emails you might have seen me start to uh seen a little bit of a subtle shift in my own messaging and i'm really getting uh more a little bit more clear on who the audience is that I'm reaching and who I, I who I can truly impact at a deep level. And you're hearing me start to speak a little bit more to introverts, introverted experts, introverted coaches, consultants, speaker, author types. So as opposed to a pivot, what that really is, is it's shrinking the battlefield. And shrinking the battlefield is a concept that I go over uh, in the Microfamous books. So you can check that out. But I'm going to give you kind of an overview of specifically how I applied it and what's driving a little bit of the shift in, in my own messaging here on the podcast and why I'm speaking more to introverts than to anyone else on the show. So as I kept looking for ways to kind of refine and craft my messaging and, and deliver an idea to the market that's even more razor sharp, clear, and compelling. As opposed to looking for ways to pivot, what I was really looking for was a way to push down. Who do I need to exclude from my marketing? What is the smaller group within my existing audience that I need to speak to that have stronger things in common with each other so that when I speak to them, I can deliver a message that resonates more and more deeply? So when you, when you think about pivoting, what most people think about pivoting is, oh, I'm going to do, I've, I've been doing this over here. Now I'm going to shift and I'm going to go do this over here. And so they change their offer. They change who they're speaking to, whatever, right? But it is, it is a change. It is a shift. It's very rarely a drilling down. In fact, a lot of times when you see people pivoting, what they end up doing is they're going from, uh, you know, let's say they're serving coaches. Now all of a sudden they're serving chiropractors or something like that. Um, or they've been serving consultants and now they want to go serve life coaches. Like it is a complete shift. That's what most people think of when they think of pivoting. However, there, there was a great, uh, I would say that a good example of, of pivoting while, while maintaining the same audience was that gentleman I mentioned who was doing done for you live events. He pivoted into serving the same audience, but helping them with their virtual events. Now that's a, that's a good pivot that's necessary for this time of year. Now, most of us will never go through something like that in our business where our entire business model is just basically you know, kaput for an entire year because of events that are out of our control. Most of the time we're looking at our marketing going, man, I'd like it to be more effective. I would like my message to cut through the noise more. I would like for people to respond to me more deeply and, and say, oh my gosh, I need to talk to you because that sounds so amazing. We just, we need to get on the phone. Like most of the time we're just looking for that response. We're not having to do a true from the ground up pivot because our business model just flat out doesn't work. 
So unfortunately, we tend to bring that same thinking when we're looking at our marketing going, hey, I want it to be more effective when you go, okay, well, who different, who can I speak to that's different from whom I'm speaking to now? What, what I was doing, what, what we talk about in the book was shrinking the battlefield is thinking about shrinking the people that you're talking to, shrinking the market of people that you're trying to get to buy from you so that you're competing with fewer people and you can deliver a message that resonates more and more deeply. Speaking to a smaller group of people that have stronger elements in common so that your message resonates more and more deeply. So rather than competing, like in my sake, you know, I'm competing with every marketing guru, every agency on the planet. I'm competing with Gary Vee and Seth Godin for the attention of my audience, right? My audience is coaches, consultants, experts, thought leaders, uh, speaker, authors. You know, these are the people that are following Gary Vee on social. They're following Gary Vee on YouTube. They're reading Seth Godin's books. They're following his blog. They're listening to podcasts from marketing gurus. Like they're, they're in it. They're getting bombarded from all sides with more and more stuff to do from marketing gurus. So in order to cut through that noise, I didn't want to compete to reach the exact same broad audience that all of the Gary V's and Seth Godin's are going after. I wanted to shrink the battlefield and be able to go after a much smaller group of people that I was really passionate about impacting so that I can speak to them more deeply. And that's the key to really cutting through the noise. When we stop trying to be everywhere and we stop trying to speak to everyone who could potentially buy from us, we shrink the battlefield that we have to cover, the places we need to show up, and we can narrow down our message for the exact right people. That's the key to crafting a clear and compelling idea, an idea for our business that is truly razor sharp, clear and compelling that it gets people off the couch and they want to learn more and they want to connect with us. That's the key to cutting through the noise online. So as I talk more to introverted experts as opposed to all experts, I can get more specific in my messaging. Does that mean that extroverts and ambiverts and you know everybody else can't benefit from the micro famous system? You know, no, of course they can benefit. But just because they can benefit from it doesn't mean in my marketing I should try to speak to all of those different types of people. By shrinking the battlefield, I'm able to tailor my message for people who are exactly like me, introverted experts. It frees me up to speak to you know our needs, our challenges, our fears, our problems, uh, the, the challenges that we have as introverts on a much deeper level. And because of that, it's going to allow my message to cut through the noise and resonate on a very deep level. So I noticed this kind of going back, there's a good example from a client. It's been a longtime client, a good friend, Jay Campbell. Uh, I, I interviewed him and then did a whole whole brand, like a personal brand breakdown earlier in the year on this podcast. So you might want to go back and check that out, Jay Campbell. So the, the cool thing about Jay, he's such a perfect example of the micro famous system because he really drilled down on his, like he, he, he's, a, he's a bodybuilder, a fitness expert, a hormone optimization expert. Just he, he basically, he could speak on a whole range of things under the umbrella of biohacking and physical and mental and emotional optimization, right? But what he did when he came into the market is he talked about one thing, testosterone optimization. Now that's super, super niche, very, very niche hyper-specific content for a very specific group of people who are interested in testosterone optimization, which used to mean, you know, injections and stuff like that. Like this is serious business. But because he came out and he spoke about that and he drilled into it over and over and over again, he had amazingly in-depth content that a specific group of guys were hungry for. That content and that approach built him a rabid, engaged fan base that set him up for bigger things down the road, stuff that he's doing now in optimization. If you look at an example like that, 
it's so tempting to go, yeah, but your message could impact so many more people. And that's true. That's also the trap. So you have to be very careful in who you take advice from and who you listen to, because a lot of times the people around you that know you, they want you to do well. They want you to go big. They want you to impact as many people as possible. They, they recognize that you've got this great potential. And so a lot of times they'll tell you things like, why would you confine yourself to that? You can be helping so many more people if you just broaden it out. And they might be right. You might have amazing content, amazing material that could help a lot of different types of people. That doesn't solve the marketing challenge of cutting through the noise online and actually getting those people into your audience and buying. Those are two very, very, very different things. You know, we're, we're going through this with a client right now as we're helping him launch his podcast as he's putting uh, feelers out to his audience on social media and testing the waters and saying, hey, what do you think about this podcast idea and this tagline and this approach? And, you know, sometimes he's been passing along some of the feedback that he gets. And I've noticed that some of the people that are not necessarily his ideal client, but they are friends and strategic relationships in his network. They're saying things like that, like, why are you going so narrow? You know, you could be impacting so many more people like you're, you're awesome. You should be doing this. And, and they might be right. They might be right in the sense that a lot of people could benefit from his content, but to get that foothold in the market, to cut through the noise, he has to deliver a super, super sharp, clear and compelling idea to exactly the right group of people. Nothing else is cutting through the noise right now. There's just too much noise online. And so we have to be careful who we listen to, because if we listen to those folks who may be looking out for our best interest, but their priority is us and our career and our impact and all that stuff, they're not looking at it from the marketing angle. They're not looking at it from the perception of the person on the other side, hearing that marketing message and realizing, oh, that's not going to cut through the noise. It's too broad. It's too, it's too general. It's too, it's too, it sounds too much like every other guru out there is saying the same thing. So we have to take that, that advice that those types of people give us with a grain of salt and say, hey, yes, my message might be able to impact all kinds of people. But in order for me to cut through the noise, I need to shrink the battlefield and not try to cover the entire battlefield of everyone that could possibly benefit from my content. I need to go and I need to shrink that down to a, a specific group of exactly the right people that I am the most passionate about serving and impacting. The people that have something really, really strongly in common with each other. So that when I speak to them, it, it resonates on a very deep level. And, and because of that, it cuts through the noise because I'm able to get super specific on my messaging. Uh, there's an element of sacrifice to that. It means sacrificing speaking to everyone so you can deliver a message to a smaller part of your audience that's more razor sharp, clear, more compelling. The key to shrinking the battlefield is creating the space to drill down and be creative and craft your messaging. If you're always running from one thing to another, you know, trying one thing after another, trying all these different marketing tactics, you know, setting up profiles on all these different social media sites, you know, one week you're starting a Facebook group, the next time you're doing some Facebook ads, then the next week you're, you're setting up an Instagram profile, the next week you're doing something different with your email list, and the next week you're launching a new program. The problem with that approach and that style of, of operating in your business is that you never give yourself the space to truly be creative with your messaging, to ask yourself the hard questions of, am I really cutting through the noise with my messaging? When I speak, does it absolutely floor people? Do they walk away from, from hearing me on a podcast episode going, holy cow, I've never heard anybody say that before. That's the effect that I'm going for. When it works, it absolutely floors people. 
I've seen it even going back in, into 2015 and 16 with various real estate podcasts I, I ran. I saw it with my agency when I first started the Done For You podcast agency, um, when that was fairly new in the market. You know, I would tell people what, what I did and they would be absolutely floored and be like, holy cow, I didn't know that thing existed. We need to talk. Let's set up another phone call. And when we don't have that, when we don't have that level of messaging, it makes everything else in our business harder it makes sales take longer and everything in the business feels more sluggish, which we then interpret sometimes as going, oh, maybe I need to jump on the latest marketing platform, the latest social media app, because I'm not seeing the growth and the momentum over here that I want to. I would submit to you, maybe the platform and the tactics that you're using aren't the issue. Maybe it's the fact that you haven't been able to do the work to really craft your message to craft a clear and compelling idea that speaks so deeply to the right people that it cuts through the noise and it makes you immediately memorable, that you don't have to show up 8, 10, 15, 20 times for them to remember you. They remember you the first time they see you because you do, you've delivered a message that's razor sharp clear. It cuts right through the noise. It compels them to take action. So the thing that I'm trying to get across here in this episode is if you're paying attention you're, what you're seeing in, in real time, as I go into speaking more deeply to introverted experts, you're watching me shrink the battlefield of my own messaging, right? In my own marketing. And you can do the same thing. So before you think about pivoting, before you think about doing a new marketing tactic, before you think about some new launch, some new program, think about your messaging. Do you have a clear and compelling idea that when you deliver that, on a podcast or to, or, or, you know, on the phone to an ideal client that the reaction is, holy cow, I've never heard anyone say that before. I've, I've got to learn more about that. If we have it, it makes everything in the business easier. If we don't have it, it makes everything in the business harder. And so if you feel like things in the business are harder and you don't get that sense of momentum that you want, and you don't feel like the, your, your message is resonating and cutting through the noise like you want it to, before you take on something else and you pivot and you do all this stuff, Give yourself space, talk to your audience, ask some engaging questions, get people on the phone, pick their brain, ask them why they like you, what they like, you know, what, what could you do better? Start to have a conversation with your audience that will uncover some of those things that will cut through the noise. Get really clear about who you care the most about serving and impacting. Because my bet is it's not all the people you're speaking to right now. It's a smaller portion of those people. And if you can sacrifice speaking to everyone, to speaking to a smaller group of the right people, that inevitably will lead you to an idea that is more clear and more compelling than what you have now. And the more clear and the more compelling your idea is and the message that you deliver and how you communicate that idea, the more you're going to cut through the noise, the more you're going to resonate with the right people, and the more you're going to draw them to you and end up signing them up as clients. So everything starts with the decision of who the right people is. You know, I talk in the book a lot about just like the right people. It's, it's all about becoming famously influential to the right people. So one of the very first key decisions you've got to make in your kind of journey to becoming micro famous is who are the right people? Because if you define that too broadly, you're going to end up with a message that's too broad. We are not Gary Vee. We are not Seth Godin. The entire audience of anyone interested in marketing is not our audience, right? It isn't for me. And if you're selling coaching, your audience isn't anyone who might ever want coaching for anything ever. Life coaching, business coaching, performance coaching, whatever. There's a, the, the right people for you is a smaller subset of those people. 
And if you get really clear about who those right people are, it's going to lead you to a message that's more clear, a message that's more compelling, what I would call a clear and compelling idea, an expression of what you do and why you do it and who should hire you in one to two sentences that absolutely smacks people right in the face and makes them go, holy cow, I've never heard anybody say that before. If you get that right, a lot of other things fall into place. So rather than pivoting, think about shrinking the battlefield. Think about shrinking the battlefield. That's what I've got for you today. Thanks for sharing the show. Thanks for reviewing the show. Thanks for sharing it with your, your expert friends, coaches, consultants, speaker, authors, trainers, all those fun people, especially if they're introverts. Because essentially, Microfamous is a marketing system I designed for myself as an introverted expert, and it works for everyone else who is that same type of person. If you, if you have an expert-based business where you're selling your expertise and you're on the introverted side, Microfamous is the marketing system designed for you. So with that being said, again, appreciate you listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.